the one who was and who is to come, the high priest of Israel, the mighty one of Jacob. It was said concerning you that the scepter will not depart, nor a lawgiver, until Shelah comes, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. Unto you, unto you, unto you, unto you, thou were the Lamb of God, are your people gathered unto you, unto you, unto you and you alone do the people gather. Unto you, unto you, O Lamb, O Holy Lamb, O Righteous Lamb, O Priestly Lamb, O Glorious Lamb upon the throne. Unto you, unto you, unto you, do we gather. You alone who is worthy, for there is none found worthy, not in heaven, not in earth, not beneath the earth. Who is like unto thee, who is like unto thee? Glorious in holiness, fearful in praises. There is none like you, O Lamb of God, Yeshua. We worship you tonight. The feeder of your people, the leader of his people, the great shepherd of the sheep, who by the blood of the everlasting covenant, he has reconciled us, redeemed us, thou art redeemed us even by thy blood unto God, unto your God, and has made us kings and priests. And even by you we shall reign on the earth. We worship you. Elders worship you. Casting their crown before your feet day and night. Not being tired. Giving praise to your holy name. Commanding all creatures. Great and small. Wherever they are to give glory to your name. We worship you. All the mountains skip. The trees even they join the chorus of worship. Before you are God. What about the angels? What about the living creatures? Those four beasts which in heaven forever sing, oh, oh, glory to your name. Who sing, holy, holy, holy are you. We worship you, Lord, tonight. And we bless you. We are worshiping you within. Having gained privilege. Having gained the great privilege of sight. Even of the within life. Of the life, the holy life the sacred life, the separated life, the life of righteousness, even the life which is hidden in the kingdom, which the, that great privilege of mercy has availed us to sight, to see, to understand, to comprehend. Thank you, Lord. And we just raise the altar of worship as we prepare our hearts to partake of you again this morning. Extend the streams which doth satisfy the waters which make souls to live. That water which you called us to come and drink freely and eat. That we will delight in fatness. So that our soul will be blessed. We pray to you, high priest. We pray that you will come and feed us out of your table tonight. We are asking that the grace to fetch words from on high. Words that can cause souls, that can add to souls. Words that can enrich hearts. A word that can cause souls to grow. We ask that you will cause us to have access by 
the spirit of utterance tonight in the name of Jesus. Come and take this vessel, how you will, you may tonight use it to speak your holy word. I pray for every heart, for the movement of the spirit to carry forth the spirit of the word. Let distance not be a limitation tonight, but let there be a movement by the spirit upon every heart for to bring every heart into the this this blessing which you want to share to us tonight. Thank you, our Father. Our Lord, we confess our sins. We are people of iniquity. We are just coming daily so that we can be cleansed by you. We, he said if we have, say we have no sin, that we lie and we do not practice the truth. Truth is not in us. So we are coming and we confess our sins and we ask that you will come and bring about cleansing of every sin that is naked before your eyes tonight, every infirmity within our soul, every area where your hyssop needs to flow to cleanse. I pray that you will bring forth cleansing upon our heart and you will grant us meekness, the right attitude to receive from you and be blessed by you. Thank you, our Father. We give all the glory and all the praise unto your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Uh, glory to God. Good evening, everybody. Uh, God bless you. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Uh, amen. Praise God. Uh, greetings to everyone who's joining us tonight. Um, praise God. <coughs> Pray that you will receive blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, okay, let's open. Let's take our Bibles. Second Peter, chapter one. Praise God. Second Peter. Let's see. Before that, let's just read Revelation chapter one. Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. Amen. Amen. It says, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Praise God. Who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Verse 3, again it says, That blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and then keep those things which are written therein, for for the time is at hand. Amen. Amen. Um, so the... So when it says this prophecy, it's it's referring to... 
the what was said in verse 2. Verse 2, it says, who bear record of the word of God, right, and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and all the things wherein he saw. So those things, what he called the record of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ, amen, he calls them the words of this prophecy. Amen. So it means that this entire thing is a prophecy. Praise the Lord. Um, So this this prophecy is actually a revelation. It's that in summary, the prophecy is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Praise God. That's the first phrase of the, the book of Revelation, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Then he began to explain and say things about that revelation. He spoke about the origin of the revelation, that it is God who gave it to him. Praise God. And he spoke about the purpose of it that, so that he can show his servants things. Amen. Which should shortly come to pass. Praise God. So that word, things, means that those things which will shortly come to pass is actually, you can summarize that as prophecy. Mm. So prophecy is are things which should come to pass. Mm. Praise God. Now, that definition of prophecy can be taken very on the surface, which is what we have been used to. Mm. For the most part, the surface Meanings when you say something is short, which will shortly come to pass, um, we can see that with respect to just time alone. And that when, okay, so if you can say something that will happen tomorrow and say it today, praise God, that means you are prophesying. And so that is true, it's not inaccurate in itself, um, but. Just looking at that, it doesn't give the full meaning of, of prophecy mm. or the absolute meaning of prophecy. Now, when God speaks, when it comes to the Word of God, mm. when you are dealing with the Word of God, you, you are beginning to deal in absolute terms. Mm. Um, the, the realm of God is the absolute realm. Mm. Even, even the realm of Christ is not yet absolute. Mm. Um, the realm of Christ is an intermediate realm mm. to the absolute because the realm of Christ is still a relative realm mm. because it, it is the realm where God is made relative mm. or it's a realm where things you can find things that are relative to man mm. in Christ. Mm. Praise God. Mm. In other words, they are, it is Christ is the, is the realm of God's relativity, how you can, is a, Christ is a world of merger, mm. is, a, is a world of joining, mm. praise the Lord. Mm, yeah. So in Christ's realm, you will find definitions, and this is what we've been seeing mm. um, in the word of righteousness. I know in this season, some of the things that has begun to happen by virtue of the advancement in the word mm. that we have encountered, the breakthrough by God's grace we have encountered through prophetic grace um, coming from um, uh, maybe Reverend Kayode and EGFM. 
uh, amen, which is the prophetic uh, and uh, the apostolic cutting edge of of this word of the speaking, I, I believe, of the Lord on the earth. Praise God. Um, because of the breakthrough, it's as if there is beginning to be a redefinition of things, in a sense. Um, maybe even scriptures that we've been normally used to and has been maybe interpreted by the Spirit in, with certain light. It's as if those scriptures are uh, reinterpreted. And so a soul who that is not skilled in the things of God might see, might begin to wonder, okay, was it wrong before? <laughs> or is it changing? Or are the meanings changing? Praise God. Um, well, what you, you, what you realize is just that um, it is just it's the, the switching of light. So when you, you are reading the scripture, what you see from the scripture is you, based on what light is shined on it. Mm. Praise God. What mm. light is shined on the scripture determines the revelation that the, that the, the verses, the books, the words, uh, determine the, the thought and from what realm, mm. from what dimension is the understanding being fetched from. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when you shine the light of the spirit on the scripture, and by that time the prevailing authority in terms of the dispensation of the word of God, like Paul taught, spoke about my, the dispensation of God's word given to me for you, means there is that peculiarity of dispensation when it comes to seasons of the word of God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. And, and you also re- you realize that for you not to be shaken, you have to remember that the same sort of thing happened when we're transitioning from the word of faith into the word of righteousness. Um, well, I think maybe because some of us might be a bit, we are, we are born, we're born spiritually under the season of word of righteousness. So we are already um, partaking of the, uh, under that, that dispensation of the word. Maybe we're not exposed to certain, um, certain um, framework of interpretation of the scripture. Praise God. Hallelujah. So for some of us who were babies in the milk of the word and began to grow and become strong in the milk of the word and used the word of faith in the scriptures, um, all, most of these scriptures that we use now that have been interpreted with the light of word of righteousness, almost most of many of them have also already been interpreted to us with the light of the word of faith. So what is happening in terms of the transition of light from Christ's light to God's light? Mm-hmm. Um, for so, those of us who pass through, who have passed through such seasons before, mm-hmm. it is almost like deja vu. It's like the same. Mm-hmm. It's easy to detect that there's also a transition in of season mm-hmm. that is also making the scripture open up uh, with uh, with different understanding. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you seeing that? Yeah. So, so these such things happen. Yeah. And, and to be honest and frank, that is one of the signs that you are receiving a fresh dispensation of the word of God. A sign of a new dispensation of God's word is the reinterpretation of scriptures. Praise God. It's the word reinterpretation of scripture. And, and if we pay attention, this thing progressively has been happening even under the 
auspices of the word of righteousness, mm. you discover that when you are in the word of righteousness and you are just breaking through into the foundations mm. of that or the word of righteousness, mm. there are some interpretation of scripture that won't open up yet. For example, charity. Mm-hmm. I remember this, there was a season when the, the, the definition of charity began to open up. I don't know if you can remember mm-hmm. when we have, we've sought charity before First Corinthians 13 as just love, right? And mm-hmm. we just, but then we saw that that love of charity is a particular love. It's called, it's the love of Christ. And, the, and there were, began to be more redefinitions. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, so it's, it's going to continue. Um, it's going to continue um, on. And as you are breaking into the word of God, um, after a while, the way we read the whole scriptures will be different. And, and I believe even there's a way this, the scriptures, some verses can speak towards eternal inheritance. And there's a way verses can open up when the season of eternal reward is also beginning to come. Amen. Amen. And so because of this thing, that's why if you follow just the letter, you will get stuck. Right? When you, so that's why beans, letter f- statues, letter souls mm. cannot mm. journey mm. in the spirit. They can't yes. journey in the thoughts yes, or they, they can't uh, journey um, in, in the growth program, yes, in the spiritual growth program of God because the letter when you are with the letter makes you get makes you get stuck yes, praise god and so the but the spirit is the one who makes the scripture alive who brings about the the interpretation of truth under the season all right and the authority and dispensation of the word which god has given for a particular time Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. There's, a, there's, a, there's a particular light that you can have in Scripture. Um, and those, uh, and when I, I cast my mind back to Word of Faith days, of, I'm not saying, of course, I'm not saying that I knew everything about the Word of Faith. Mm. <laughs> Far from it. Mm. But I knew a lot. Mm. Uh, I knew a lot. Um, praise God. Hallelujah. Especially when it came to, because I was under Kennedy Hagen, mm. um, at God's grace, for, before I came into the world of righteousness, for a season, the Lord instructed me, don't listen to any minister anymore. Mm. All the word of faith ministers, I don't listen mm. to any of them. I listened to many before, and he told me, listen to Hagen, only Hagen. Mm. And, and Hagen, and so I became thorough with the mm. word. And one of the things, the reason, the, the blessing <clears throat> that uh, that the Reverend Coyote, sorry, Reverend um, Kenneth E. Hagen of Blessed Memory mm. uh, used to bring uh, to or what he was used to add to the body mm. or add to the church was mm. the scriptural um, the, the scriptural grounding mm. in the word of faith or the, or the milk mm. of the word praise the Lord Hallelujah. it was the milk of the word now the um, what he had, when, what, the, what the Lord actually taught, taught him mm. or told him was go and teach my people faith. Yes, Praise God. He yeah. said go and teach my people faith. Yes, so what you find is that there were, before, he was not the first milk teacher. Yeah. Milk of the word had been taught on the yeah. body, across the body yeah. for a long time. Yes. At, right from after the, the beginning church, mm-hmm. 
season, then I guess the, the church sunk into the dark ages. Then yeah. when the Lord began to, the, the current move of, of the spirit in the church mm. came after the Reformation by that time, after the, in the Catholic Church in the 1600s, praise God. Um, that was when there was a revival of faith towards God, right? When Martin Luther, praise God. So that was a revival of faith towards God. And that was when there was a reawakening of milk again of the word. That gave birth to seasons. You have seasons of the Puritans and all kinds of people who were, the Puritans were masters of, of the milk of the word. They were masters of the milk of the word. But their mastery of the milk of the word was not fully whole, mm-hmm. even though it was solid. The mm-hmm. path they got was solid. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. But it took the Lord bringing an apostle. Mm-hmm. Who, so even though the milk of the word was present, mm-hmm. but the word mm-hmm. as an apostolic commission mm-hmm. to, that has the volume of the milk, mm-hmm. it took... That was what the Lord used Reverend Kenneth E. Hagin to bring. And it's called the word of faith. So that one, the word of faith, he's talking about, uh, when you say word of faith, as, as, um, as, um, uh, as you're relating it to a dispensation of the enlightenment through the scripture, what you're saying is a season of the interpretation of scripture mm. under specific authority. Mm-hmm. Pray, are you getting that? Mm-hmm. The, the, the authority, the apostolic grace for particular interpretation of scripture. Yes, Amen. And so that kind of grace did not come before. And when you see Kenneth E. Hagin, the way you know such men is that it's the, the grace they have, mm. the authority that they have mm. with the scriptures. Mm. Amen. Like when Reverend Kenneth E. Hagin, there were there were ministers, milk ministers, yeah. who were more anointed than he was yes. when it comes to the raw anointing yeah. of the of healing. That healing is is one, but there are different kinds of anointing. Mm. Before the healing anointing came mm. and rested fully, which rested mainly upon the church in America, mm-hmm. there were other strong movement mm. of uh, the spirit and measures of of the spirit upon men for certain things there was mm. there were great um, manifestation of of evangelistic anointing mm. Mm. upon men uh, mm. you see the way some men were anointed to heal the sick mm. some men were anointed to win souls mm. in that way mm. and we've heard all kinds of read all kinds of things concerning them yeah. you had people like charles g finney mm. Men like that who had the anointing, they can mm. bring about salvation, mm. right? And also miracles and all kinds of things also happened mm. um, in those times. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, you have before, before then you had an anointing for holiness. Mm. Yes, sir. You wonder, ah, what does yes, it mean of that? Is there anointing yes, for holiness? Yes, yes there's anointing. Yes, <laughs> there's anointing. <laughs> Praise God. There is, a, there is such a thing, but uh, um, as an anointing or holy holiness, but not not true holiness. I mm. uh, would respect because true holiness must has to do with the enlightening of the eyes. Mm. But I'm talking about the anointing for holy living. Mm-hmm. 
right? Mm. Holy living mm. according to present light. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So there were men who were anointed with, anointed with that. Some of, mm. Many of the Puritans were anointed with such things. Mm. And when you, if you read their writing, their, the anointing drips mm. on the pages of their writing. Mm. That you, you know, these men are anointed for holy living. <laughs> Praise God. How many of us believe that? They are men who are anointed for holy. So, if you read, if you, if you doubt me that, well, what do you mean anointing for holiness? Show me the scripture. Where is it found? I'll just tell you go and read one book. I'll just give you some. some an easy one, which is maybe A.W. Tozer, who didn't live too long ago. It's just very recent. I'll just tell you go and read Tozer. Praise God. And, and then. After reading tools, that I'll ask you again, is there something called anointing to be holy? Yes. <laughs> you, <laughs> you realize that. Also, what they have are words. Are you getting yeah. me? The way you can maybe read Hagen and have faith. Yeah. Now, one of the main things is you have faith for life, faith for things. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. The same way you can read books from Oral Roberts and, and Co. about healing, and then you are possessed with spirit and anointing for healing and all that. You had men who were anointed in such a way. Yes. And those men, they were, and those ministers were actually anointed mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. You know, that was what kept, people were kept holy by anointing. Yes, sir. Because the word for, that interprets holiness yeah. in its true light had not come. Yes. Holiness falls under the, the, the portion of the word of righteousness, mm. true mm. holiness, mm. real oh, holy, wow. to make men holy, yes, actually falls under the portion of the word of righteousness. Yes, but before that time came upon the earth, mm-hmm. or before these times now, mm-hmm. there was power yeah. available for holy mm-hmm. living. Yes, Amen. Amen. Even, even many of the evangelistic preachers at that time mm-hmm. Even Charles G. Finney, that's one of the things that he had too. He was an evangelist, but he wasn't just an evangelist. Mm. He was also anointed with almost that Puritan kind of mm. holiness, holiness anointing, mm. right? It's, a, it's like a, it's a, a holy fire. Mm. He, he knows how to set a holy fire in the hearts of men. When he comes, I read things about when he comes into a city, praise God, Hallelujah. bars will close, yeah. all the party houses will close down. All the <laughs> praise God, <laughs> all the clubs, everything closes down. Mm. People just begin to go. Mm. They go to the crusade. the crusade, they begin to go to church, and it lasts for a long time. Mm. If they had such uh, a, a capacity, and so you see, such people uh, in such time, it is not necessarily revelation mm. that is making them stay holy. Yes, sir. It is almost like an atmosphere, yes, an ambience, it's yes, a feeling, it's yes, something. Yes, it's thick, it's, almost, it's actually an anointing, yes, praise yes, God, which, yes, which was given yes, for such times. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Yes, so the way, in the time of the healing movement, they were saying then you could almost catch healing in the air. Yeah. That's why there was a time when you could almost mm. catch holiness right. in the air. Mm. At that time, to what is actually spirit, they are dispensations of the spirit. Mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you seeing that? Mm. And so, but those things were there for a long time, and then um, when it was time for the the word of faith, mm. because you need the word of faith in order to break to move into the word of righteousness. Mm-hmm. Yes, Amen. Amen. So the 
the word of faith is actually the, the scriptural explanation mm. of the milk mm. of the word mm. or of the milk life. It is the, that's what the word of faith is. It's the scriptural explanation. The full, the whole scriptural explanation of, of the milk, of how to grow up from babyhood and to move into childhood. Amen. So how many of you, know, do you believe that moving from babyhood into childhood, it takes more than just the feeling of holiness to do that? If you, if you brought some of just those, that Puritan kind of, just holiness mm. and you bring just word of righteousness directly on that mm. there might be difficulty yes, to connect even though you, you expect ah, but these guys are holy yeah, but guys but now yeah. it should be easy to just flow into word of righteousness yeah. but it is it won't be that easy uh, it won't be that easy <laughs> because when it comes to the milk of the world there are still other things mm. around around it mm. I, I, do you see that? There are many things around this. So you see that when you see the word of faith, the word of faith, which is, when you say word of faith, you are talking about Hagen. You're talking about Hagen. So if you take Hagen out of milk experience, you will not have complete experience that can carry a soul into the word of righteousness because there are things that will be missing from it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, so the, when you, the, and there, this thing I'm saying is, I don't know why I'm saying all these things, maybe because I'm, we're, we're trying to, to talk about, we're trying to talk about the, uh, amen, this is a season of the word. Mm. Amen. It's amen. a season of not just having, knowing the word, knowing scripture. It's a season of opening the word, mm. of, of finding the hidden, um, treasures mm. that, has, that are kept in the dispensations of God's word mm. for us. Mm. Amen. Because mm. it's all those things that must be unlocked mm. to make the soul begin to reign. Mm. Amen. Mm. We are speaking about that reigning thing. Yeah. It is the, inter- is the interpretation of the word, mm. right, that brings about reign. Mm. Like we were seeing last time, that in- interpretation means there's something, you must go to where the the where the, the, the custody of the word is kept, which is the priesthood, mm. and then bring forth an understanding mm. of the word. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We give you glory. Even to make you skillful. For to make you skillful with the usage of words. Mm. For, for words are powerful. They fear Julius. They are Messiah, Konokis, the word. Words are, are powerful. Mm. They, they are pow- it's a powerful creature. Mm. It's a creature of God. It's a, mm. it's a design of, of God mm. to, for communication of essence. Mm. And, and souls in this time must be very skilled with it. Mm. We must learn the skill of, of to, to open the envelope of words. Mm. And to, to extract of words the yes. content, mm. to extract of words the graces, mm. to extract of words the blessings. And even so, wow. even so, even so, even so, shall the blessing of words come to you. Mm. The blessings of words mm. will come. For it's a season for the blessings of 
words mm. to be fully unlocked mm. to souls, to mm. make souls rich mm. and to make souls even fully reached mm. and enriched mm. by them. Mm. Say the Lord. Father, we thank you. Mm. We give you glory. Mm. We bless your holy name. Mm. Amen. So you see what? Well, one of the things that um, the Lord, why they had to bring Daddy um, Kenneth E. Hagen was, if you check his whole life, his, his whole life was, they turned his life into an interpretation vehicle for the essence of the word of faith. Praise God. So if you, like I was saying something, and that just a pure holiness mind, right? Just maybe that has just that thought of just repentance from dead works kind of mm. attitude. Yeah. But without the fullness of empowerment of faith yeah. and all the riches that yeah. the word of faith gives yeah. could find it difficult to connect with the word of righteousness. Because, because at the peak of the word of faith... Yeah. They are, that is where there are attitudes that it imparts mm-hmm. to the soul, mm-hmm. which, are, which are necessary. Yes, sir. There are attitudes which it imparts to the soul, which mm-hmm. are... One of the things that it does is that it, it, it transports a man from relating with God mm-hmm. on his terms, mm-hmm. on his own terms. Mm-hmm. To relating with God on God's terms. That is a key breakthrough. That is that is if once that has happened to a soul, it's this time that that soul is ready for the word of righteousness. But to achieve that is 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 not easy. <laughs> so you can you can have a soul who's who's has a burning fire of holiness and quote or repentance from dead works, but he is he can be living but he has not even had yet introduction to the will of god in or introduction to the concept of the will of god so you now discover that that men can live holy or carry out uh, a semblance of holy life right without uh, a without real being really acquainted with the concept yeah. Yeah. of the will of God, of the, yeah. of the devotion and surrender mm. of, to the will of God. Yeah. Okay. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Do you see that? Yes, sir. You see that? Yes, sir. But they can be kept holy by, of course, I said, like by that anointing yeah. and the measure of the Spirit, yeah. which... Which which constantly fans the flame of being holy, yeah. of course through praying and praying and praying and maintaining prayer and fellowship and all that, yeah. the soul can and can continue to stay in a place of being devoted, being pious and yeah. all of that. Praise God. Yeah. But you see, those things they don't they don't really they don't really transition a soul mm. into a standing mm. on, on, the, on the revelation yeah. of the will yes, sir. of God. Yes, sir. So what, what the word of faith did was to, to bring about that standing. And mm. you saw what Hagin taught. Hagin, Hagin was a teacher of, of, of one of the ways you, you can really interpret Kenneth mm. Hagin is that he was 
a teacher of receiving from God. Praise God. He was a teacher of what? Receiving. receiving. Do you know somebody can be very holy and very pious and all that, but they never receive from God one day? Yes, sir. <laughs> In fact, they won't feel like any kind of enjoyment is a sin. That don't even receive anything. Just ask God, what can I do for you? <laughs> ask God, what can I do for you? And just be straight like a line, mm. pious like a line, yeah. but it is. But those are still zeal operations. Yes. They are not. They don't yet move into knowledge operation. Yes. So what the word of faith does, I did at a, to a degree at a level, was to move to transition milk experience yes, from zeal yeah. into knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you seeing that? Yeah. So when they sent Hagen, so Hagen, can I think Hagen was the, he wasn't a, a beginning of milk teacher. Mm. Because milk had been on the earth for yes, centuries yes. and for a long time. Yes, but he came f- for the fullness of the milk. Mm. He, was also, he was also a minister mm. of fullness. Yes, wow. Praise God. Mm. He was also what? He was also a minister of fullness. He was a minister of fullness. Amen. So what? So he, his ministration, he brought about the fullness of the milk, and towards the end of milk is revelatory. Yeah. The when you, the end season of the milk of the word is what? Revelatory. It's revelatory. It's it's revelatory because it's 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 a preparation for the season of. The word of righteousness, mm. which is the full season of Christ, mm. and the season, which is a season of revelation. Mm. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Amen. 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 Are we making sense? Yes, so it's a transition. So the, the season of the fullness of the milk is when you are transitioning the soul from being zealous mm-hmm. to being to pay attention to mm. knowledge. Yeah. Or to pay attention to revelation. So you when you saw so when Kenneth E. Hagin came, his approach was quite different mm-hmm. from other giants of the milk of the world. Yes, now, he had the, the strong core mm-hmm. of revelational approach yes, towards the milk. Yes, That's what he called the word of faith. Yeah. So what Kenneth E. Hagin really brought mm-hmm. is mandate. It wasn't just, te- or wasn't just faith mm-hmm. alone. Even though his ministry imparted faith, yeah. Do you, do you notice that what the Lord said to him, pay attention to what the Lord said. The Lord said, go, did not say, go and empower my people with faith. Mm. He didn't say, go and give my people faith. Mm. He said, go and teach my people faith. Mm. So, go and teach. What's what he was saying, go and give them the word mm. of faith. Yeah. Men had had faith yeah. already. Mm-hmm. And using faith yeah. to a great different degree, but yeah. the understanding of faith, yeah. the revelation of faith, yes, the scriptural interpretation of faith yeah. was not present. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. 
Mm. Amen. So, yeah. so, so when you when you when you really follow Hagen and check the spirit of Hagen, mm. you now realize that even though, in his, in terms of the practice, right, yeah. you find that there were results in terms of people having faith, having results through faith, mm-hmm. having miracles through faith, mm-hmm. but the real fruit of his ministry wasn't all those things, yes, sir. Yes, sir. right? Because when you check him, check his, the ministry and those who profited from his ministry. Mm-hmm. Their greatest inheritance is not really testimonies of big miracles. Mm-hmm. If you, their greatest inheritance, when you see a Hagen man, he's, mm-hmm. you see his greatest inheritance. Most of the time, he won't be, he might not be the richest person yeah. or the most wealthy person. Mm-hmm. But when you check his greatest inheritance, is word. Yeah. It is he has he knows the word yeah. of faith. The, word, yeah. the scriptures have been of faith has been opened up yeah. to him. The scriptures of faith has been opened, and that was the, that's the grace that that he had, that mm. Kenneth Hagin had. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes, are, are you seeing that? Yes, Amen. So, Amen. so every word, the dispensations of God are actually from. So, is the the uses of of the same scripture. So, when you see he he taught Kenneth Hagin, when he taught, he taught the same scriptures, mm-hmm. the same verses, mm-hmm. and everything, but with a particular light and with a particular what. Um, um, under a particular dispensation of the word, mm. praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Does that make sense yes, to sir. us? Yes. Okay. Then, then when we move into Christ, when it, this this season for for moving into Christ came, Amen. Amen. When the season for moving into Christ came, um, oh, thank you, Father. We worship your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you. Um, there is a season of appearance. It's actually a, a time of a coming. It's a time, a season of coming, which is about to happen. Um, it is the season of coming of the Lord uh, in, the, in terms of his, the, of souls arriving at peace, arriving at peace with God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Arriving at what? At peace, at peace with God. Say coming. 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 The times of the bringing of, of, of Him coming. Amen. Amen. The, the coming. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you. Um, uh, well, let me just share something. I don't know how, why I'm, the, uh, the Lord wants me to say these things, but I'll, I'll just follow. Praise God. Um, I, I think I was sharing with a, a few of us last time during, I think that was during the School of the Spirit, um, a little bit about, because I think we had, I think that was, what day was it? Was it day four or so that um after the word administration of of Reverend, mm-hmm. a, a tongue came, mm-hmm. and 
um, that tongue was speaking about things about about, about America, mm -hmm. then which my heart yeah. that was impressed upon my heart the the um, what do you call it the the vision that uh, that the Reverend Kenneth Hagin saw mm -hmm. about the U.S. Mm -hmm. and all that, and I think after that we have a we had a conversation that why is it that that it's as if Kenneth Hagin still visits meetings, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we don't get visitations from anybody yeah. like that, you know. You've not had those. There hasn't been a meeting where you see an angel comes and says, I'm the angel of maybe Smith Wigglesworth or, <laughs> or John Wesley or... Or any of those people, mm. but why is it? Why is it? But we, there have been many occurrences yeah. in meetings where it's as if Kenneth e. Hagen, yeah. the and I believe it is it is his angel mm. that is still active yeah. on the earth. Yeah. That's because I was asking these questions, and mm. the Lord began to explain mm. to me. Yeah. Praise God! Hallelujah. The Lord began to explain to me, and and what the Lord said is this that praise God is that his angel is still active on the mm -hmm. earth um, because the full the full the real the fulfillment mm -hmm. of of what his angel is mm -hmm. or what he he was given for mm -hmm. is still yet to be fulfilled mm -hmm. that it hasn't fully been fulfilled yet mm -hmm. and the Lord was telling me that the reason why his angel comes to meetings yeah. and is, is also, also present yeah. as in the word of righteousness season yeah. is because they, they have, they has a vested interest yeah. in the word of righteousness yeah. because, the, the, because portions of the, or actually the word of righteousness is actually the fulfillment yeah. of the, of the, mandate which that angel is yeah. carrying because yeah. when yes because when yeah. um uh daddy kenneth e Hagen was about to be born yeah. the angel appeared to his mother yeah. and told him a few things and, and one of the things that he said to her was he will be instrumental yeah. to bring me back yes. the second time yes, to bring me back the second time Praise God. Hallelujah. And see, that mandate of bringing him back the second time did not, was not fulfilled in the word of faith. Mm. Even though Kenneth Hagin fulfilled his cause in the word of faith, mm -hmm. but um, by the time he was fulfilling the word of faith, he was already 80 in his 80s. Yeah. So, of course, there's no way that he would stay around physically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, yeah into and then maybe physically see and minister into the sec the the second that thing they call the second coming mm. or what they call bringing him back mm. the second time mm. are you seeing that yes. but in terms of the spirit of the commission mm. to him that angel is still tied has a vested interest in the fulfillment mm. of bringing him back second time, which is the mandate of the word of righteousness. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. The mandate of the word of righteousness is this, is the second coming. Mm. 
of Christ. That's the mandate of the word of righteousness. It's about it's actually the bringing back the second time. The bringing back. The bringing back the second time. The bringing back the second time of Christ. Amen. 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 So I'm just trying to show some things, say some things. Um, sorry that I've not read, we've not read the scripture as much yet. <laughs> um, sorry? Are we okay? Are we okay? Yes, sir. Uh, have I frequently speak about Reverend? Yes, sir. About Kenneth Hagin and Reverend K. And is it okay to speak about yes, them? Okay. <laughs> I know some of us just want scripture, straight bullets. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But uh, this is just, I'm sensing there's something about this story, is what I'm saying, mm. that uh, it has an import into mm. the direction, into the word, and even this dispensation. Mm. Um, you, have, you, can't, you can't speak about, mm. you can't speak about reigning, or you can't speak about inheritance, or, or, come, or receiving the, the dividend, the fruit. <laughs> Of what the word brings, yeah. without speaking about men. Mm. Yes, yeah. sir. That's one of the mistakes that yes, sir. we try to do was out of foolishness and mm. super holiness, mm. where we just want to look at only scripture, <laughs> but we we forget. We don't. We we, we look. We leave another side, yeah. where the where the the where the prophetic. Um, mm. The prophetic, the 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 fine, the manifestation of of the prophetic, mm. the streams of manifestation of prophetic nature mm. and life, it flows in men. Mm. Mm. That stream of of mani- manifestation of prophetic life. Yeah. Are you getting me? Mm-hmm. The stream of manifestation of prophetic life, it flows in men. If you come and look for it raw in Scripture, mm-hmm. what you get from Scripture is, 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 is raw prophetic word mm-hmm. and sayings. Mm-hmm. Are you getting me? Mm-hmm. But if you want to have, there's something about, if you want to gain the witness mm-hmm. of the, the witness of a prophetic life, Amen. That has that has that is got into fruit bearing mm. stage. Mm. You don't behold fruit in the scriptures. Mm. Yes, sir. You, there's only one place where you can see fruit is in men. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And there is importance to cite the fruit. Mm. There's a, there's actually a, <laughs> a value in that. Are you getting me? Yes, Praise God. Mm. So the, these things I'm saying are important. We have to speak yes, about these things. Yes, sir. And we have this is a time of getting wiser so that we will not waste time. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, there's a there's a dream, uh, that I had. Um, it was an was an inspired, was the Lord showing me, Mm. uh, something happened years ago. Mm. Um, um, I can't remember now whether it was 2015, was most likely 2015. Praise God. Uh, where I, I, it was, um, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, um, 
it was the setting was it was between two houses it was between um part of it started in i saw myself in my pastor pastor james's house in edmonton um then after a while the scenery switched to the house that we are used to live in in winnipeg but uh, it started with uh, in Pastor James's house. It was uh, a dream, and and so there is uh, we're just sitting down. Myself was there. Pastor James was there. Mm. Pastor Femi was there. Mm. Uh, Pastor Bukumi was there. Mm. Four of us were there. Mm. We're actually sitting down. We were the scenery. The scenery in the dream was something that had happened in in real life. Mm. That had happened, but where? But it took me back to that scenario, mm. that scene, and it was a scene, a time where there was a, ta- a table, a dining table. I don't know. I think it still has a dining table. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember from the last time I was there. But in his house, by the window, where Reverend sat down and taught us some things specifically. That was where he taught us about the first time he taught us about the kingdom, yeah. where he spoke about the entrance into the kingdom he mm. where he divided the the entrance mm. and then and uh, the architecture of the kingdom he taught four of us was mm. on that table mm. there and so i went back to that scenario where that when that happened and but something now happened in my in the dream of it that did not happen <laughs> when it actually happened is that at some point reverend stopped teaching us mm. and he got up and then he said he said to me, come, I want to show you. I want to show you someone. Mm. And so when he stood up, he now began to go up the staircase mm. of the house. Mm. And I, I followed him. Pastor James followed. Pastor Femi followed. Pastor Bukumi followed. Mm. We're following behind him. Mm. And uh, he was walking up <coughs> the staircase. And he was, he was walking. The staircase in that house is, you go up halfway, then you turn and finish the, the, the flight upwards mm. in the opposite direction mm. to go upstairs. But when it got halfway, the staircase changed mm. into my own house, mm. which I used to live in Winnipeg. Mm. And, so, and that staircase is different. It's, it is almost a straight mm-hmm. kind of staircase. Aha. Uh-huh. So, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, so, but it went as soon as we went up the staircase straight, mm. then we turned into a room in the house, and we turned into a room. Then Reverend went into the room, and I could see beyond him that there was a man mm. lying down on the bed. Mm. Praise God! Hallelujah. And then the man, as soon as I saw the man, I knew who the man was. Mm. I knew that the man was Kenneth Hagen lying down on the bed mm. and but he was lying down there and he seemed you know how someone lies down maybe in their later time mm. it seemed as if he was close to him without leaving you know when mm. once someone's about to leave mm. go to be with the lord or something mm. that was the scenario and then at that time reverend he, he called reverend mm. and reverend came to his ears mm. And he began to to speak into Reverend's ears and was telling Reverend things um, that I couldn't hear what it was. Mm. Praise the Lord! Hallelujah. And then so he spoke to Reverend, mm. and as, as he was spoken to Reverend, well, I knew that what he was telling Reverend were mm. things that Reverend wants to pass down mm. to us mm. as well. Mm. So I think that was the end of of it. And mm. 
And so when I woke up, I, of course, as soon as I woke up praying about it, I knew the meaning. Mm. I knew the meaning of it. it was, the Lord was just showing the, the custody mm. of the, the custody of the word. Mm. Right? How, um, praise God. Hallelujah. Rev, how um, Kenneth E. Hagen mm. was, is actually... So, someone God used to originate the direction, mm. right, of, you know, the, of the message. Mm. Praise God. Yeah. And so the message, really, that, we, that this message, it's the same message mm. that is just, that just flowing. Mm. So wow. there's just a flow from the word of faith mm. into the word, into the word, into the word of righteousness. Mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, that word of faith or that he had, he said that that angel, his angel said that he would be instrumental in bringing him back where? The second time. Now, the Lord began to show me that that bringing back the second time is not talking about rapture. Praise God. The second coming. Say second coming. Second coming. The second coming of... Christ, you're talking about the second coming mm. to the soul. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The second coming to the second coming to the soul. The mm. second coming to the soul. Mm. Now, the second coming mm. of the Lord to the soul mm. uh-huh. is, the, is actually what was pictured in Malachi. Mm. When the Lord whom you seek mm. will suddenly. Now, the second coming actually is the coming out from the world of God mm. into the realm of Christ. Mm. Mm. When you check the tabernacle design, if you mm. check where is the point of second coming, mm. it is that point where the second veil parts mm. and he's going to come from the realm of God. Mm. right? And he's coming to pick Christ's <laughs> is to coming to pick men who have come into the measure mm. of the stature of the fullness mm. of Christ. Mm. At that point, mm. when the second coming happened, that is when, that is the point where, from that point, there will be no more separation from him, mm. from his person. Mm. Every, every step is so takes in God you are taking that soul in, in a Christ union. Mm. Or let me put it this way, any soul you take behind the veil, mm. it is the soul, like it's, there are steps that a man who has made peace mm. is taking. Yeah. Am I making sense to yes. you? Who is a man who has made peace? Is a man who has been joined with the Lord. Mm. Now, you know the way it says he who is joined with the Lord is one spirit with him. Yeah. Talking about the birth of the spirit yeah. of the of your the way your your spirit man became joined with the Lord, which was Christ, yeah. not God. Yeah. Christ. Yes, Are you getting me? Yes, the same way there will be a time when the soul has become Christ. Mm. You will become joined with Christ. Mm. It is that point when he says, yes, together with Christ. 
hears of God. And you are co-heirs with Christ. What they're telling you is that every soul that is inheriting God, right, inherits it in union with Christ. Is what, I don't know if what I'm saying is making sense. Are you making sense to you? Now, that thing called union with Christ is also the point called the unity of the faith. Is the is union with Christ. And union with Christ cannot happen except a soul has come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. What did I say? A union with Christ will not happen. Except a soul as what? Has come to the measure of the stature of the fullness. It means you have come to the fullness of Christ. That's the point of making peace. That's when union with Christ. Christ will never be united with anything that is less than the measure of his stature. That is the meaning of you must grow up to the head in all things. You must grow up to him. In all things. Mm. Now, this is that's, that's also the meaning of when you see the word that in in whom dwelleth the the fullness of the Godhead mm. bodily, and we are complete in Him. Mm. Praise God! Hallelujah. That in Him dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead. How? Bodily. That's, listen to what they are saying there. That he, do, he has the what? Fullness of the Godhead. But he bears that fullness of the Godhead bodily. So. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He bears the fullness of what? Of the Godhead bodily. Now, both when Christ, fullness of Christ. Now, when you hear Godhead, there is what there is God. Then is what you call the Godhead. The there is the, there is what you call our head. The head of every man mm. is Christ. Yes. Or the head, of the, the, the head of the body of Christ, which is what we partake. Mm. We are not the head of Christ. Christ Jesus, mm. Christ Jesus is the head. Yeah. <laughs> Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Yes. Then we are the body. Yes. Do you agree? Yes, we are the head, yes. but... And Christ Jesus, Christ is what? The body. No, Christ is the head. Sorry, we are the body, sorry. And Christ Jesus is the head. Yes, sir. Amen. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Now, but there will not be a time that in God, Christ will be there, who is a man. And you and I, by God's grace and the mercy of God, we also be there. Mm. I mean that there will be a time where you are no longer only Christ. You've partaken of divine nature. Mm. So there is a way you will sit in God. Mm. It's based on that mm. scenario. Mm. 
that you find the, the, the term God head in that composition of God where they will find Jesus Christ where they will also find you in God you know when you get there you know why there is head in God it's called the Godhead and none of you will ever be part of the can never be Godhead. <laughs> That's not given unto you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah. There is that, and although you will have your con, you will be connected to the Godhead. So, whatever the reward of the Godhead is, they will share with the way the body shares in the reward yeah. of the head. Yeah. Are you getting me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that the Godhead. Praise God, but there will that God in their head has a fullness, mm-hmm. is a nature. Mm-hmm. So that nature of the God their core nature is called eternal life. Mm-hmm. And that Godhead has a body mm-hmm. that will also have the fullness of that nature. Mm-hmm. But that fullness will be bodily. Mm-hmm. So, in him dwells the, the way they designed that he should carry the fullness of the Godhead. He, carry, he will carry it bodily. In him dwells the fullness of the Godhead. What? Bodily. Bodily. Why bodily? Because the head of Christ is God. Both the head of Christ who is just a Christ, mm-hmm. and the head of Christ, who is God, mm-hmm. has a head. Yes, sir. As well. Am I making sense yes, to you? Yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, it's good to mention some of these things. I just want to mention it. Yeah. Some of these things scare people when you're saying that you will come into divine nature, you will come into the reward of God. But there's a way the scripture put all those things, and mm-hmm. those things mean a lot. The more we learn about it, Mm. The more, the the wiser we will become, yes, and the more we will see that wow, this is actually true, and yes. it will become very very clear mm. to us. Praise God. Uh, but what I was saying was just that point of of have, of making peace, mm. or the point of making peace is the point of the word word where of the second coming, or in the book of um, praise God, Hallelujah. in the book of Genesis, in the book of Genesis, um. When the way Jacob put it, when he was speaking to Judah, right, he said that a, the scepter will not depart from Judah, mm-hmm. nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh comes. As we interpret that and say, well, that Shiloh comes is just talking about maybe Jesus coming. Mm-hmm. And then the Shiloh comes, and, I'll, and then unto him shall the gathering of the people be. So that Shiloh there is actually, Shiloh actually means peace, mm-hmm. the peacemaker. Mm. That place is really, when you apply that to the soul, it's speaking about the second coming mm. of the Lord to the souls mm. of men. Mm. That's the true prophetic interpretation mm. of it. Mm. 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 The will not depart, nor the lawgiver. Law so that one is talking about the increase of priesthood of and dominion that will culminate in the coming of Shiloh. Yeah. 
which is the coming of our, our peace, mm. which is Christ. Mm. Amen. Amen. So you see that, that point of, I see the place I'm, that we are looking at now, that place of the fullness of Christ mm. is the Shiloh mm. to a soul. Mm. Is, the, is the coming of peace. Mm. Is the point where a soul has made peace mm. with God. That place, that is what that angel was saying when he told Kenneth, was talking to Higgins' mother and said, he will be instrumental in bringing me back the second time. Mm. He's talking about the fullness of the fruit of the word of righteousness. Mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, and so that place is where they are, they are pushing us into. They are pushing every soul into the place of, of making peace. Every soul must be pushed into a place of where? Of making peace. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's go back to Revelation. Let's just pick it up from, from the book of Revelation chapter, chapter 1 where we read. Amen. Amen. So we say, blessed is he, verse, verse 3. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy. Okay, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is what? For the time is at hand. And in verse 1, it says, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show his servants things which must shortly what? Come to pass. So we said that shortly come to pass um, is not just speaking about prophesying. Uh, in terms of time, or you can say something that will happen tomorrow, mm. right? That things which should shortly come to pass, things which should shortly come to pass. Um, so is the what these things which should shortly come to pass um, are the praise God. Hallelujah. Now it, it's they are not. Just things that will happen. Mm. Amen. Amen. Now, in terms of things that will happen, in terms of just time, in mm. time, terms of things of men mm. happening, things happening on the earth, mm. there is nothing that will happen yeah. that has not already happened yeah. before. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There is nothing that will happen that has not already what? happened before by the time this revelation was happening the world has gone full circle maybe twice or more the world has gone full circle things have started repeating themselves again if you check the world right now it's just that we are very very dull of in terms of history or knowing history history of humanity if they don't even teach history in schools anymore before gone are the days when they actually teach history these days they don't teach history. These days they teach you. Praise God. Hallelujah. If if you, <laughs> you just if you go and take a course now in the university, an average university now, and then let's say let's learn about uh, the world wars or what happened, how did the world the world war come about? They will hardly teach you about the historical things that happened. They will start. They will just teach you about the opinions of the individuals. Who participated? How wicked they are! How bad they were! Mm. 
the liberal professor's mind about his own, his own. <laughs> they will teach their own yes. skewed moral or righteous, self-righteous, self-righteous um, view of history. Mm. Uh-huh. So when you come out, that, and that's why those institutions produce s- senseless and empty-headed, mm. um, zealous. Uh, cluelessly righteous people. Praise God. Um, but the true teaching of history is really gone now for a, for a huge degree. But really, if you are able to learn history, you realize that there's nothing really happening new. Right? That everything happening in the world today has already happened before. A lot of the ideas that people are bringing that sound like, wow, what a fresh idea. Many of them are stinking, dirty, useless ideas that have happened decades ago that turned into disasters and men threw away. Mm. Praise God that we've seen the end of them. And there's nothing to write to them about it. Praise God. Uh, But when you bring it to people who are void of history, praise God, it seems like, wow, what a righteous thing. For example, this whole craziness about cancelling people... um, and suppressing free speech, deciding, oh, this is bad, what you said is evil, so let's deplatform you and let's ruin your life and let them, let's sack you and let's cancel, do a cancel culture thing. Well, it, no, they will frame it with new words. Mm. It's called cancel culture, meaning that you are a bad, you said bad things, so let's ruin your whole life unless you pay a great price for it. These things have happened before, mm. they've happened a long time ago. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So, but now it sounds righteous because these guys are bad, so we can do it to them. Mm. (laughs) But tomorrow it will be happening to you. (laughs) Amen. So, uh, amen. So, most of all these things that are going on, these are the things that get people excited. Mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I mean, back in the day, back in the day, there was... Let's say, let's think of, let's say slavery, for example. Mm. Sorry, after slavery, then we moved to a season of mainly segregation because um, you couldn't have slaves legally. So even the, so the white, the white racists were still there. Mm. They couldn't they keep slavery. They said, no, Allah, you guys live your own life there. We live our own life here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. And the segregation and all that stuff um, happened back then. But... You see now, in a modern way, in 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. the same kind of ideologies mm-hmm. or the same li- line of thinking mm-hmm. that produce such things mm-hmm. is also happening. But now it's happening willfully. Mm-hmm. Right now you see blacks will willfully say, no, we want our own black own this, our own black that, our own black this, mm-hmm. <laughs> our own black... <laughs> Are you getting yeah, <laughs> what I mean? Black supporting blacks, black this, black that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in the end, it's still racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I get what I'm saying. So if you say, well, we are blacks and we've been oppressed for so long, so right now it's time for all blacks to have this privilege. It's still racism. As long as you are giving preference to anybody yeah. based on race, yeah. I don't care what you say, it's still racism. Yeah. It's, the same, it's still the same spirit. When you check yeah. the same spirit, demons behind yes, those wicked white men who kept black yeah. men as slaves. Yes, what, was the mind, what was the goal of the demon? Is it because he liked the white man? 
no, it's just so that a white man will see himself as white yeah. and different from a black man. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's those same demons who have come, who have been, they've been alive for a long time. They've rebooted themselves and come and say, they, now they're now talking to the black people. You know, you are actually a black man. These guys have oppressed you for a long time. It's time to take back everything, to gather and, you know, come together in a black community. I get what I'm saying. It's that men are too stupid. Right. Spirits play us like footballs, right? Yeah. But at the core, the thought is still identity. Black, we are black, so yeah. let's go and take... Let's go. You can't say it's still about that. Amen. Amen. So, so, and, and that, these are just, I'm giving these examples because these are the things that are glaring mm. in our world today. Mm. Are you seeing? Yes. Amen. So when it comes to that, when you really check it, things that are happening in 2020, there's nothing new under the sun, yeah. Solomon said. There's nothing in this world that will happen now yeah. that has not happened before. How, how, how will I guarantee it's because it's, it's still the same evil spirits who did them. Yeah. God did not manufacture new evil spirits with new ideas. Mm. Is the same devil. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. He's the same devil. Yeah. He has no new ideas. He's the yeah. same evil spirits. Yeah. Praise God. And, and there's the same sin and death mm. that have been operating in men 2,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, 500 years ago, that is still operating in men today. Yes. Are you getting me? Yes. So, so when, when you look at this thing called the present, mm. it's, there, it's a locked world of that... That you, there is nothing new in the present. Yeah. You can't. They, Solomon said there is nothing new. Solomon, who if any man has experienced life, experienced things, he has seen things, and he said, "Look, there is actually nothing new." And are you getting me? So, uh, so, but it's just that the souls can be, keep regenerating uh, things. Praise, yeah, recycling you. We are recycling depravity, recycling mm. sinfulness, recycling mm. rebellion, mm. recycling selfishness. We just it takes different forms. Mm. Recycling our pride, recycling our lusts, mm. recycling. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I, 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 one of my greatest prayers is that God will save young people Amen. because our minds are so gullible. Mm. And it's so easy to be possessed by an idea. Wow. There's a fresh movement. Let's, we are going to change the world. We are going to change all these things that have happened before. Even not too long ago, many of the things that are driving people now, all this social movement, they happened in the 60s. Mm. The whole 60s was, mm. praise God. But even the 60s was one was more, more meaningful mm. than now. Are, are you getting me? So, mm. I, I, praise the Lord. Uh, amen. So, amen. There is nothing, there's nothing new here. So when the Bible is here, it's saying things which should shortly come to pass. Now, I was, I was teaching, I was saying that, um, praise God, Hallelujah. things which should shortly come to pass. Um, I was saying that these things, they are speaking here in absolute terms, mm. right? In terms of when you say things that should shortly come to pass, they actually things that have not yet come to pass. Mm. Things that have not yet come to pass. Mm. Things that have not yet come to pass, but that should shortly come to pass. Mm. Do I tell you something? It's only in the 
it's only it's only in the realm or in the in the world of God. Let me let me put it this way: it's actually it's only in the true church, or only in the spiritual church mm. can you find newness. Mm. If you go outside the church of God, mm. there is no place you can find anything new. Mm. For a long time, nothing new had happened on the earth. Mm. Mm. Until that, that day mm. that, praise God, Hallelujah. Jesus rose from the dead. Mm. Something new happened that morning. Something new to, to had happened. Then that same day, people started getting born again as he was appearing to some, mm-hmm. appearing to, to many. Mm-hmm. That same day, to, into the evening, new things were happening. Yeah, that day when he rose from the grave, some souls physically rose from the grave too. Some of them would have risen up and become born again. <laughs> something new had happened. Something that had never happened before. Mm. Now, so it's not, it's not really the occurrence that someone rose from the dead. It is that, that occurrence in the spirit that where you can see a new man mm. who had never existed before mm. came mm. to the earth. Mm. There was a new creation. That is a new thing. He said, Behold, I do a new thing. Shall you not know it? That's a prophecy mm-hmm. concerning the season of new things. Mm-hmm. So if you are a, so, uh, so any young person, there's nothing to look out in this world. There's nothing exciting happening in 2021. Mm-hmm. There's nothing exciting happening in this decade, in this time on the earth. Nothing in the world. No the world is just noise. People making noise. There's nothing new happening. Yeah. You say, well, what about the technology? Forget about it. There's nothing new Nothing new is happening. Praise God. Forget about technology. If you are telling me that technology now is is very great, uh, thank God, it's great. Maybe <laughs> it's great in the sense of what we call, what we are we have been cultured to imagine as greatness or something very very. Um, amen. Remarkable. Uh-huh. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Till today, no one has been able to explain how did they build the pyramids in Egypt. <laughs> have you seen any scientists that can explain it? Mm-hmm. Do you know how big do, those things are? Do you know just the size of each block in the pyramid? Do you know how heavy they are? I will stack them up like that. This is the way they stack them. <laughs> well, are you getting it? So, so things have been yes, before. Yes, we don't know the world that the flood destroyed. Yes, we don't know what kind of world it was. Yes, we don't know what kind of technology yes, was in that world. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. So, so, so let's, let's leave out what things. So if we are talking about new things, don't even talk about technology. Those things are, don't matter. Yeah. Right. If you check, okay, with all our technology, we are becoming more stupid. Am I correct? Yes, sir. When you go outside and just look, you see all zombies on looking at screen, tiny screen, walking around. You can see, you can in a bus, praise God, a 30 minutes bus ride. Let's say a bus full of 50 people. 
All of them, 50 human beings in one small bus. All of them just staring at their small screen like zombies. Mm. No interaction, no communication, mm. no smile. Mm. No one is smiling to the other. Mm. There's no sharing of heart, no, no, no sharing of humanity. Mm. Just looking at, and, and we call this uh, innovation and praise God and yeah. <laughs> advancement. So there's nothing, uh, in this, look at this phone. Are you saying phone technology? In fact, you can call somebody. There's nothing special about this. Mm. Praise God. Mm. It's just that it can be used. Yes. So if, yeah. if you give it to a, a man who has life, mm. it, yeah. it can, he can use it. Mm. It means that when it's time to open it and look at it, he can, he can use it to make phone call. Mm. He can use it to stream meetings mm. so that people can listen like we are doing right now. <laughs> he can use it. To... Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you getting me? Yeah. But, but these things don't count. Mm. Like it's like when spirits look at the earth now, they don't look at our technology as anything. Yeah. These things mean nothing. It's the souls. They look, and when they look at souls, souls are more dead than they were mm. before. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Are, are you getting me? Mm. So, so when the Bible is saying in absolute terms, things that should come to pass, the only place where new things have been happening is in the church. Mm. The, this, the dispensation when it was time to open up the word of faith, mm. when fresh revelation through Daddy Kennedy Hagen began to come mm. about faith, those were new things that were happening. Mm. Are you getting me? Mm. Exploits in terms of bringing in, because some of those things are, they, they are, this, they are help. Praise God. They, are, they were actually help to the soul to be able to comprehend the new man. Yeah. So it was preparation for newness. Yes, the milk of the world is preparation for newness. Yes, Amen. Amen. The beginning of new things in entering into the consciousness of man mm. is when man begins to break into the world of righteousness yes, or when a man begins to see the kingdom. Mm, yes, sure. When the soul begins to see. So anybody who has not seen, I don't care what you've seen in life, you may have traveled the whole, the whole nations of the earth, you may have traveled to all the continents and a great traveler, and you might have even gone to space mm. and come back, or mm. gone to the moon mm. and come back. Mm. Praise God. But um, if you have not seen the kingdom, mm. You've not seen anything new. Mm. If a, a soul that has never seen Christ, mm. you've, even, it means that you've never had revelation of Christ's nature. Mm. You have never, your soul has never experienced God. anything new. Mm. A soul that has never sat under the revelation atmosphere, mm. the atmosphere of enlightenment of the New Testament mm. has not seen anything new. Mm. And the place where the God has ordained for new things mm. is called the church. Mm. It's the church. No matter, no matter what the world becomes, mm. the church will always be more advanced mm. than the uh, civilization uh, yes, in the world. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. The church will always be more advanced. Why? Yes, because the church is the only place that can lift a man's gaze mm. 
beyond what he can see, yeah. beyond his environment, yeah. beyond the survival life, mm. beyond the earth, beyond the physical, mm. beyond the ephemeral. Mm. The, the, the church is the only place where you can lift a man's eyes to see a higher thing mm. than himself, mm. than his life, mm. than his possessions, mm. and his property. It's the only place where a man can see beyond the things that are mm-hmm. in the present. Mm. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, the prophetic prof- prophecy, the giving of, the, of prophecy, is actually the giving of things that should come to pass. Mm. Or engagement of prophecy. What prophecy facilitates is it engages a soul in transaction with mm. things mm. that should come to pass. Mm. Mm. Do you agree with me? Yes, sir. So, of course, I've, I've spent time to explain that these things are not about things on the earth here. Prophesying that by next year, the stock market will do this. You've not spo- Let's say next year comes and the stock market did that. Mm. That's not a prophecy. Mm-hmm. Because that does not count, count yeah. when you saw in the realm of the soul yeah. of things that should happen. Yes, so these things that should come to pass are, are new things that will happen. Yeah. New things that should happen. Every time your soul receives a revelation of Christ. Mm. It has received a new thing. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, I wish you understand what I'm saying. I wish you, I wish you understand. I wish you understand. I wish you understand what I'm saying. Do you know how, do you know how, do you know how rare a commodity is a new thing? A new thing. I will do a new thing. Mm. Shall you not know it? Mm. That new thing, every time you receive revelation of Christ, mm. you have, your soul has been exposed to something new. Mm. So the activity of giving of revelation is actually a prophetic operation mm-hmm. of the soul. Making a soul. Every, every moment a soul can take a leap beyond all the things you always think about. Your house, your car, your school, your money, your finance, your children, your, your, your business. Everything, your parents, everything you always think of. All those, mm-hmm. all those old things mm-hmm. that you think about. Mm-hmm. And, and for a moment you can set your heart upon something Higher than that. Mm. In other words, it is an act, it's a prophetic activity yes, sir. Yes, sir. of the soul. Yeah. Such every moment that happens to you, it is a, it's a redemptive moment. Mm. It's a refreshing moment. It's, mm. a, it's a, praise God. Hallelujah. You should become a chaser of such moments. Mm. And become a value, a place premium and value upon mm. upon such. Some souls don't value it. Mm. Mm. That's one of the things that, that Christ will teach you. Mm. 
of course, that's what that lesson began from the fulfillment, the fulfilling season of the milk. Yes, sir. That, that's one of the first attitude that of that the Kennedy Hagen taught yes, us is the appreciation of revelation. To appreciate the revelation, appreciate the giving of of of, of light of yes, word. Yes, sir. Appreciate appreciate when you were a student of Hagen, you, you get to a point where you start you can start listening to Hagen because you want to get things. Mm-hmm. But if you continue with pure Higgin, mm. just pure Higgin, mm. without all the materialistic mm. things and prosperity th- that were verblown prosperity yeah. that other men began to attach to the message. Mm. But when you listen to pure Higgin, you may, maybe you started listening to him because you had a problem yeah. in your solution for. And then you start listening by that. After a while, you, con- you start you listen to him for the word's sake. Yes, That's one thing that he does to, to, to you. After a while, you forget that you had problems. After a while, you just start enjoy. You forget yeah. yourself and start enjoying the spirit. Yeah. You start enjoying the word. Yeah. It is the introduction to the attitude mm. of being interested in new things, mm. things that come by word, mm. by the vehicle of words, mm. by come by the vehicle of revelation. Mm. Praise God. So, so we are moving into a prophetic season. Do you agree with that? Yes. A time when the, the whole, God is looking for a time where he can see a man who is fully prophetic. Who has become, a, who has become fully prophetic in his, in his inward demeanor and disposition. That when he, when he, when he even thinks about Natural things. He handles that natural thought mm. with a prophetic power. Mm. You know, you can carry natural thought with a prophetic strength, mm. a prophetic power, because you have so much prophetic stamina. Mm. You can handle things in the natural, like Jesus did. Mm. It was not Jesus was he was living. Maybe you might have a, an idea of him that he was just praying morning to night. He wasn't praying morning to night mm. every time. <laughs> Even though you can say he prayed long, right? In fact, he wasn't, the Bible did not even say he prayed every night. He just said that he often did. When he was going, you know, going, secluding himself from everybody yeah. and then going to the mountain to pray by yeah. himself. Yeah. The Bible said he did it often. So he, doesn't, he might not, probably might not have even done it every single night. But I presume there are nights when he would have, we just sleep with, with the other disciples. Yeah. And then during the daytime, he, go, he goes about normal things. Like he's thinking about how, what food do they eat? Where, how, would they, how are they planning their journey? Yeah. How are they planning? You ask them, sometimes he will ask them, well, how are you? How's your uncle? How's your auntie? How are your relatives? Jesus was a man. He was a, yes, a person. Yes, yeah. Are you getting it? But, but as you see him there, he was a prophet. <laughs> I'm not sure you agree with that. He was a prophet. Yes, sir. When I, I know the point, the thing with things that things, things, when things see a vanity soul, they will be fighting with you. Leave me alone. I don't want you, because the, the thing must know that is not safe in your in the hand of a vain man. Mm. A vain man abuse things, mm. right? Mm. A vain man wants to take something, take something and, and take it and wrap it and <laughs> lock it inside his soul. But that thing doesn't want to live inside your soul. It's your soul. Your soul is not where it was made for. 
A vain man, right? A vain man can carry the car, he can buy a car. A car that should carry him from point A to point B. But instead of doing that, he wants to, what does he want to do? He wants to fall in love with the car. You know, really, a man should fall in love with his wife or with God. He wants to fall in. And the car is like, I don't, this is not, this, I wasn't made to be in a love relationship with, with you. Okay. <laughs> Things, money. That's why they, they they will always be running. You always be chasing them because you want to abuse them. Men, we are abusers of abusers of yes. things. Praise God. Hallelujah. But but when things see a prophet, ah, when a prophet carries something, ah, the thing will rest. Ah, this is this is the kind of man that I was made for. I was made to be used by this kind of man. Like like when water saw the feet of Jesus. Yeah. Hey, so, yeah. like, what do you want us to do? The molecules were dancing. Like, what would you like us to do right now? Should we become solid or water? <laughs> Our Lord, oh my God, where do you want? Where, where does thou go at? We can become a plane under thy feet. When he called out to the wind, the wind was misbehaving. Call peace. Be still. See what man of man is this that even the winds, winds obey him. Why wouldn't they obey him? He's a prophet. Hmm. He's higher than them. Hmm. He's greater than, than them. Are you getting are you getting me? He was it was just a guy who was living on the earth. He was using things the way you do. You sleep on pillow. He was, he sleeps on pillow too. Mm. You bathe with water. He bathes with water. You wear clothes. He also wore clothes as well. Mm-hmm. He used the things of the day. He lived yeah. like a man bought, bought, bought. He's inward posturing. Mm. When you check his love, mm. his love was not living in the vicinity. Mm. When you check all the things around Jesus, you will never find his love mm. close to them. Mm. None of those things were stained by his love. Because mm. his love was fully devoted for, on things to come. Mm. Mm. <sighs> Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, so, verse 3 says, Blessed is he that readeth, right? Mm-hmm. And they that hear the words of, of these, what? Prophecy. The words of this prophecy. And keep those things which are written therein. For the time is at hand. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear. See, they that hear, they that hear the words of this prophecy, praise God. They that hear the words of, of this prophecy, and, and this prophecy is a long prophecy that culminated in God. Because these things which should shortly come to pass are, there are many things that should shortly come to pass. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. In in First Peter chapter two, Second Peter sorry chapter one, he said that. Let's see. Speaking about the more sure word of prophecy, right? Second yes. Peter chapter one. I read from verse sixteen. It says that we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice from, to him from the excellent glory that is my beloved Son, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And his voice which came from heaven we heard, and we were with him in the holy mount. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. We have what? Also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until ye lay down, ye day down, sorry, and the day star rise in your heart. So he's speaking about the, the more sure word of prophecy now. He's not saying here that that experience of the voice coming down from, from heaven, right? Mm-hmm. He's not saying that word, that is a bad thing, or that means nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? He's not, saying, he's not discarding that. Yeah. No, he's just saying, and we also. Yeah. So we, have, we have that in terms of we were eyewitnesses of his yeah. majesty. Mm-hmm means that we witness these things actually happen. Mm-hmm. We actually hear the voice from excellent glory mm-hmm. come down and speak concerning him. Mm-hmm. Amen. Now, mm-hmm. what Peter is speaking about here is a particular message which they had begun to preach. Mm-hmm. Praise God. It's a particular message which what? They had begun to preach. Wow. Now, wow. the message which they had begun to preach, Peter, now Peter, preached Paul's message mm. in his writings. Yes, sir. But then Peter was adding, yeah. he was speaking to, Peter taught the end of Paul's message. Yes. Peter did not teach from the beginning yeah. of starting foundation of faith yeah. and all that. No, Paul built all that. Yeah. But Peter taught, you see, Peter made reference to charity. He made reference to the, to what, Peter was teaching, he was what they were Making known mm. were things concerning the fullness mm. of Christ. Mm. That was one of the, the message of Peter, was mm. things surrounding the fullness of Christ. Mm. Then leading into the everlasting life mm. of God. Mm. But, so, what, so what he was saying here, that's what is in verse 16. Now I mentioned about the coming. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yes. The, yeah. So Peter was actually a teacher of the coming. Yes, sir was teaching the coming, which is also the teaching. The teaching of the coming is the teaching of the fullness of Christ. So he said that when we, in teaching it, we didn't use cunningly devised fables. Right? When we made known unto you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Amen. Amen. I love that word, power and coming. I love that word. So, so he was also telling you that that word power means the preparation. Yes, sir. Right? Power is the preparation for his coming. Yeah. Then there is the coming, which is the fullness yes, of Christ. Praise God. Thank so you. he said in teaching that our approach was not just based on 
these things we saw that we were on the mountain on that day. We, were, we saw how he received from God the Father honor and glory. And when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. See, and this voice which came from heaven, we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. See, we have all soul. Praise God. We have all soul. We have all soul. Say, we have all soul. We have all soul. I love that. He's not throwing away that part. That part is significant. Mm. That was part of his message. Mm. So Peter is not saying here, you know, we don't teach at all about what, what happened, what we saw. We are only teaching scripture. No. Mm. He's talking about the two sides of their message. Mm. Mm. Are you getting me? Yes. He's talking about the what? The, the two, two sides side of, of their message. It means that means that when he's teaching, he also teaches about the experience with the man. Mm. Mm. He also spoke about the the mm. experience with the man, that thing which they had mm. with him. Mm. But also, there's also something we have, but which is more sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's more sure. Yeah. What is more sure? It is the the word of it. Mm. Now, what you see in this verse is you see the, you're seeing the, amen? Amen. They are, they are showing two things here. Mm-hmm. Yes. They are showing yes. the yes. manifestation of prophetic life yeah. or manifestation of prophetic inheritance. Yes. And they are showing the word of prophecy. Those are two angles of, of witness. Mm. Two ways that they are they mean that prophetic nature mm. or prophecy is ministered to his soul. Mm. Now, on that mountain of transfiguration, which he was speaking about here, what actually what was actually the occurrence on that mountain? It was where the where two prophets mm-hmm. came. You know, now I can say two prophets now because of last week's message. Yeah. Yes. Normally I would say the representative of the law and the prophet. Yeah. But now we know that Moses was a prophet. Yeah. That it was actually two prophets who came. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Yeah. yes, 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 yes. In Acts 3, Peter said it. That the Lord spoke to Moses like a prophet like unto you shall the Lord God. Yes. And when Peter said that, he was speaking about Jesus being a prophet. Do you agree? Yes, sir. About Jesus himself being a prophet. Yes. No, Jesus started as a prophet. Yeah. Who who if you ask me who was Jesus of Nazareth before you added the added this Christ nature. Mm. He was just a prophet. Mm. You must be a prophet. That's yeah. the, so this thing called prophet, prophetic. The, when you say pro, a prophet, a prophet just simply means the embodiment of a life. Mm. A man who has embodied a, a, a spiritual life, mm. who who has embodied a life to come. Mm. He's a prophet. Mm. 
That's the meaning of a prophet. Mm. Acts chapter 3, let's read that place where uh, Peter said it. Right? You see, so this is the same Peter who wrote Second Peter, praise God. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think he was the one who was speaking here. In Acts chapter 3, verse, praise God. Mm-hmm. Acts chapter 3, I hope these things are blessing us so, because yes, they are blessing me. They are blessing me. Seriously, praise God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. In verse 19, it says, Repent ye therefore, right? Yes. Mm. That your sins may be blotted out when the times, <coughs> right, mm. of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Mm. That your sin might be blotted out when the times of refresh- refreshing shall come. These times of refreshing coming from the presence of God is the time of visitation. Yes, sir. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you. Are you seeing? Mm. So these are the time of his coming. Mm. <coughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Because this was after, when he says he shall send Jesus Christ, he's talking about the second coming, yeah. which I, I explained, which is the second coming to the soul. Yes, sir. Do we agree? Yes, sir. <coughs> And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you. So the one who was preached unto you is preached so he can come. Mm. So he can be received. Mm. Praise God. He said, whom the heaven must receive, means heaven must hold him mm. until the times. So not, not one time. Mm. So if it's rapture, they won't say times now. Yeah. Rapture is an event and mm. heaven, but when they say time, they're talking of seasons, mm-hmm. right? So heaven is keeping him until the times of restitution of all things. Mm-hmm. That word restitution means can say restoration mm-hmm. or the giving back mm-hmm. of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets mm-hmm. since the world began. Are you seeing that? Mm-hmm. For Moses truly said unto the fathers that a prophet shall the Lord your God Raise unto you of your brethren, like unto me. So it means that me, I'm a prophet. Then they will raise another one unto you, like unto your brethren. And then him shall you hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. And it shall come to pass that every soul that will not hear that prophet shall be destroyed from among the people. See, for ye and all the prophets from Samuel and those that follow after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. Are you seeing that? All the prophets from Samuel and those that then followed after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of where? Of these days. And says, ye are the children of the prophets. 
and then of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham, In thy seed shall all the kingdoms of the earth be what? Be called. Be blessed. Praise the Lord. Um, unto you first, God, having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you. In turning away every one of you from his iniquity. Praise God. Now, so I see you are, you are children of who? Of the prophets. This is one thing that we need to know. As Christians. We need to know this. You are children of the prophets. And of the covenant. You are children of the prophets. And of the covenant. Anybody who is named Israel. Uh, Israel is a child. Mm. Is a, Israel is a prophetic offspring. Mm. Israel is a nation who, when all the nations are, gui- are doing their thing, is a nation that is guided prophetically. Yes, sir. means they are guided with a sight in mind, with a sight yeah. which no, no other nation sees. Yes, means the way Israel is being led and guided, yes. praise God, is with a sight of things that should Take, there's a, a concept of things that should come to pass yes, concerning Israel. Yes, They're not just an arbitrary people living yeah. anyhow. Yeah. The Israel are children of the prophets yes, and then of the covenant because the, yeah. the prophets are, are, the, are derived. The prophets, the, the prophetic mm. is, is what? It, is, it proceeds out of the embodiment of the covenant, like mm. we saw yes, the last time, yes. which is that covenant talking about the priesthood. Yeah. The covenant means the agreement yeah. by words, right? The covenant yes, means the, I mean agreement mm-hmm. by word, which the priesthood custodes. Yeah. Means you are the children of the prophet and the priesthood. Praise God. Hallelujah. Do you see yourself as a, as a child of a prophet? Hmm. Yeah. That's one question I want to ask all of us hmm. who are Christians. Do you see yourself as a, as a prophetic offspring? Hmm. Hmm. You know, children of prophets are not, they're not the same. They don't behave. There's a the way they behave. <laughs> prophetic children. Children of the prophet, their head is not always correct. <laughs> their head can be correct until they start behaving, they are exhibiting their prophetic behavior. Yeah. Then you know that they are not like other children. <laughs> yeah. they, when their spirit lands on them, it makes them behave like their heads are not correct. <laughs> Your head should not always be correct. Too. If your head is always correct, there's something wrong with you. Hi. Hi. Who's someone who is always correct? Someone who this world can map out your, your life. Hey. They can map your footsteps. Mm. They can map out your, your program, your five-year program, your 10-year program, your 15-year program. You are, you are in alignment with the world. Hey. Prophets, the, the prophetic children... Prophetic offspring are not in alignment yeah. with the world. Yes, they, are in, they are in alignment with a covenant. Mm. Mm. It is a covenant. It's an, it's, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are 
Praise the Lord. Your life is ordained to follow the pattern of a covenant. Your your life is ordained to follow things that have been written somewhere. Things that should come to pass. Thank you, Jesus. So, he said, a prophet like unto me will he raise, and that prophet will begin to speak. Who is this prophet? This prophet is also the minister of the sanctuary. And of the true tabernacle, which the Lord preached, and not not man. So, the work of of this prophet is to raise prophets. Mm. To raise prophetic offspring mm. who can be who can embody the covenant. Embody the covenant. Yes. They, see, uh, uh, even they are not. <laughs> they are, even they are not resting, mm. and, they are, and they are not going to slack concerning mm. concerning their vision mm. of what what men ought to be. Right. Of what are you a Christian? Yes. Mm. Mm. God has thoughts to, about you. Mm. Especially those who have who have begun to find the word yeah. of righteousness mm. means you have begun to means the, the covenant has begun to speak to oh. you. Mm. That the, the covenant has begun to speak in your direction, mm. has begun to come. Mm. There's no way you can end up normally. <laughs> see, see, it's just I'm just I'm telling you. <laughs> Praise God. See, it's like after it's like after Hannah has brought Samuel, and then they brought him. To Eli, mm. and they worn him clothes. Little child, though, they put garments on him. Well, see, but he's just a baby child, no problem. Put garments, and then Eli started teaching him about the covenant. It, so, you think there's any way that someone can ever be like his friends? <laughs> Let's see, his birth me. Do they were born the same day mm. in the land of Ephrata? Or where was he? He was from, I think, from the tribe of, is he Ephraim? Yes, sir. The, the tribe of Ephraim, sorry. Let's say someone they were born the same day in that time. There's no way. As, as long as he has gone into the tabernacle, they've handed him over to Aaron. Sorry, to Eli. Praise God. He, ha- he has been taken. Okay. He, he can never live a normal life okay. anymore. Mm. He has become a child of the tabernacle. Mm. He has broken into the within the secret of the house. Mm. They began to, to teach him those secrets of the house are prophetic doses. Okay. To, to, they are prophetic doses to, to swallow up every natural pathway mm. of, or destiny. Mm. From that time, by, by tongue, mm. Eli was reshaping the destiny mm. of Samuel. Mm. It was rewriting another destiny, which when you go and check the book of a, 
an Ephraimite. You don't find you won't find that yeah. record there. Yeah. But the mouth of the priest, which keeps knowledge, mm. was writing another script yeah. into Samuel. Yeah. That he wrote Samuel was so written that by the time the light went out to the tabernacle, no problem. No light can go out all at once. The man has been written. Yeah. A moving tabernacle. Yeah. A prophet. Yeah. A prophet in whose heart he had, he had a living, to, to, in quote, mm. the moving embodiment mm. of the covenant. Mm. Mm. Okay. That, that one man began to steer the nation mm. according to the covenant. Mm. This is a time of the amplification of prophetic strength. Mm. You see, you see, you will be. Have you been hearing this word and you used to always behave normally? Mm. Just begin to pay attention. Uh, the time is coming. Yeah. The time is coming. Mm. You, you, you see, somehow, just supernaturally, they will begin to drive normal life away from you. You no longer have appetite for, ah, you know, how that appetite. Let me just be here. Let me just, let me just be living. You know, let me just do the things that we do normally. You will just begin to find strange appetite mm. for things that should come to pass. Mm. Mm. The normal things you normally like to spend your time doing, mm. after a while, you won't like them anymore. Mm. Like, even you compare little, let's say, compare little someone at the age of 12, maybe, 12, 13, with someone who was born the same day but who grew up in the land of Ephraim. Mm. When you check them, they are what Samuel we playing with. Mm. It's not what those guys we playing with. Yeah. The thing that interests him will be different. Yes, so shall it be to you. Amen. So shall it be to you. Amen. You become you. There will be there will be. A, I'm seeing prophetic alignment. Amen. I'm I'm seeing hearts that will. Will be concerned about the things that should come to pass. Father, this. I'm talking about real appetite. I mean, because a prophet is not poor prophet because he's choose. He's a prophet by what is inside of him, and that thing he can't separate himself from it. Is actually an inheritance, the covenant that he has inherited. That is that is binding to him, an, an inward soul agreement. We will come to a place where there's so much agreement with New Testament has happened in us. Mm. You don't need to labor not to live worldly anymore. Mm. You, by virtue of that agreement, you will see from within, pathways contrary to the world mm. will begin to emerge. Mm. The things that will begin to occur to your consciousness will be things that are beyond the shackles of the the. The empty vanity life mm. of the present. Mm. Mm. You begin to th- think more weighty thoughts, mm. more grave thoughts, more mm. meaningful thoughts, mm. more heavy thoughts, mm. more consequential thoughts. Mm. You will begin to develop the mind of Christ, which is the prophetic mind, mm. the mind of the prophetic spirit, mm. which is concerned about the things which we should come to pass, mm. about things to come. Mm. The time is has come, mm. not not coming. This mm. is the time. Mm. The time has come when the church should no longer be earthly mm. and carnal and vain. Mm. 
The time has come when we will be, will be aware of our things, of our materials, of our calling, of our inheritance. We will be aware of them. They will become our business. We will begin to mind them, to go after them. The true prophetic expression will begin to, uh, to emerge. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So if you go back to that um, second Peter, amen. amen. So, so we are seeing here that verse 19, it says we have also, right? Yes, we have also a more sure. So before that, so that, that experience of transfiguration, which is what Peter was speaking of here, mm-hmm. is the time when the two prophets came mm-hmm. to G, to the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To, and what did they come to do? They came to bear witness of his own prophetic Stature. Mm. They came to bear witness of his own word, prophetic stature. What is what is what signified that witness is this: when when they came, and then the Lord heaven opened and said, "This is my beloved son," and he said, "Which I am well pleased." But in the actual place, he said, "Hear ye him." It means he is now a mouthpiece. Right it means he has begun to fulfill the reason for which he was raised. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Yes, read if you read both Deuteronomy, verse chapter eighteen, where where the Lord actually, um, where Moses was speaking. Praise God. Hallelujah. When he says the prophet like unto me will he raise, and and he says I will put my words in his mouth. That's Deuteronomy eighteen, verse. Let's read verse fifteen. Amen. Amen. Prophetic. Let, let's read that Deuteronomy. Let's just go there. There's no, we don't have enough time, so we have to be, have to try and use wisdom to see where we should read, where we should not read. Praise God. But, but let's read that because, because this is Deuteronomy 18. This is, Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse, verse 13 it says that, that thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. Hmm. Amen. Amen. For Because he's speaking to Israel, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Was, by this time, the this Lord was speaking to them and was talking about those, they, they began to go towards idolatry. Hmm. It was seeing that the idolatrous tendency hmm. and the reason for idolatrous tendency hmm. and not just idolatry generally, but in terms of the 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 desire for to satisfy the prophetic um, the prophetic instinct or or need mm. in the soul, mm. praise God, but to satisfy it wrongly mm. that 's one of the problems that 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 Israel had mm. it wasn 't just about worshiping god gods that 's part of it, 
But at the point, they began to look after diviners. Mm. That people who try to look into the future mm. through other means, yeah. through evil spirits, yeah. right? Yeah. Who turn to other spirits for. And that is, is, tr- is a wrong mm. exposure towards yeah. a prophetic, mm. it's a wrong prophetic exposure, mm. right? Yeah. Which is not really exposure, it's false prophetic. Are you getting me? Yes, because, because Israel, when you, are, when you are a Christian, you always are, are you, are you born again? There's something inside you that wants to know about the future. That's why the church, Satan knows that about the church. Mm-hmm. That's why they send many kinds of men mm-hmm. who, in the guise of prophets, who are demon-possessed, some of them, mm-hmm. who are mouthpieces of demons, who have, mm-hmm. you know, that is hard for a Christian mm-hmm. to resist. You know that thing of, wow, somebody can tell you about tomorrow. Yeah. Many unbelievers don't care about such things. They just, see, they just look at you like a clown. Oh, wow, really? You can talk about tomorrow? Let's see. If you can do it. Are you know what I'm saying? But, but Christians, there's something about Christians. They can't control themselves. Mm. When you just see a man of God, ah, he, said, he said it too, and it came to pass. Mm. That's where you get a Christian to lose their mind. Mm. Once he said it, you play the video where he said it two months ago. Then it came to pass. Ah, once a Christian sees that, you have praise God. Because there's something about the nature of the of that of of the new of the Christian. Because you are supposed to be prophetic. You are supposed to be concerned about the seeing beyond the natural or supernatural side. It's a kind of appetite, but the devil abuses it, and you saw the same trait. In, in uh, praise God, in in Israel, Amen. And and he was just dealing with some of those things. Praise God. He says, um, "There shall not be found among you, verse ten, any one that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that he, or that uses divination, or an observer of times, or of or an enchanter, or a what, or a witch." Praise God. Mm-hmm. Or a charmer or a consulter with familiar spirits. Mm-hmm. Or a wizard or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. And thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. Mm-hmm. For these nations which thou shalt possess, hacking unto the unto observers of times this is this nation the hacking unto observers of times and unto diviners but as for thee the lord thy god had not suffered thee to do so for the lord thy god will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee of thy brethren like unto me this was moses speaking and unto him shall you what hearken Praise God. And if you go down to verse 18, it says, I will raise him up. And the Lord said unto me that they have well spoken that which they have spoken. I will raise them up a prophet from among the brethren like unto thee. And will put my words in his mouth. And he shall speak unto them all that I shall do what? Command him. All that I shall do what? Command him. Amen. Amen. Um... The, there's an evil in that one of the things that fight prophetic nature 
and Jesus also identified this in the book of Matthew, is you see that that instinct that Jesus that Jesus dealt with of thinking about tomorrow. Mm. It's in that taking no thought for tomorrow. It's for these things that the is that the Gentiles seek. That's what they seek for. Mm. Um, <clears throat> it is the fixation upon wanting to keep the natural mm. and make sure the natural is okay, mm. and being and then and which often you project into the future. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Most of the reason why we spend our energy for things that do not satisfy, for things that are worthless today, mm. is, is not really because of today, today, today. Mm. Because most of us, we know we are not dying today, today. It's about because tomorrow. Most of, our, most of the reasons we are, <laughs> we are seduced from the way of the Spirit mm. and from the prophetic is about tomorrow. Yeah. There's something about tomorrow. It, it calls men. Yeah. Don't ignore me. Think about me. I'm the future. When you say, think about your future, mm. it sounds such like such a very responsible thought. Yeah. When you say, hey, think about your future. Yes, Someone just giving you a mighty advice. Crazy. It sounds that thought is so holy. Yeah. You, you, you don't you don't dare have a right to stand up against such an advice. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You don't dare advise anybody contrary to that advice. Mm. <laughs> When, that is the most responsible advice you can give any human being. Yeah. Think about your future. Mm. Mm. Amen. But yeah. Jesus said that. You see that, that hard responsible advice? That is where the evil comes from. Mm. Because that thing, the root of it is that that thing, mm. it fights the prophetic because you know why? Because what you look at, you become full of. Yes, sir. When you look, it's the same teaching. Now Matthew chapter six, right? Yeah. The light of the body is there. I mean, where things pass into the within of a man yeah. is by what he's seeing, yeah. his sight. Yeah. The light of the body is the eyes. Oh my God! If your eyes be single, mm. it be full of. Even if your eyes be evil. To be full of what is a single eye that's focused on one thing, mm. the one thing that you should focus on. Mm. The evil eye is trying to see. <laughs> mm. Praise God. This mm. that evil eye is what these hidden nations do, mm. which the Israelites began to practice, which Moses was warning them mm. about. That no, you have your own way. There's something you look at. Mm. Why you look not at the things which are seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are unseen are what? Eternal. So that attitude of looking constantly at the unseen is the prophetic attitude mm. of a soul. Mm. That sort of an eye that looks at the unseen is a single eye. Mm. Such a, an, a person, their whole body shall be full mm-hmm. of light. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And the way God fixes the heart on the to to the on the on see that you have to make you begin to hear the right person mm. hear the right thing hear the right person mm. hear the right message yeah. hear the right prophet yeah. because of that he would the god who has raised a prophet yeah. 
for us. Raised a prophet. The master prophet. The chief prophet. That's Jesus Christ. That's whom everybody should hear. So, the, so that prophet who they raise is the one who, who what makes him a prophet is what, is what he has received, which God gave unto him in Revelation chapter one. That which God gave him, that the revelation of Jesus Christ is actually his prophecy. That is the blessed is he that readeth and heareth and keepeth the prophecy of this book. That prophecy of the book. Is actually the content of the prophet that is raised for Israel. Hmm. That's the same prophet whom Moses and Elijah came to bear credence to. Hmm. And the Lord spoke from heaven and said, Now hear ye him. Hmm. Hear what he has to say. Hmm. In Hebrews chapter 1, he spoke about it this way. That God in sundry times and in diverse manners spoke to the fathers by the prophets. But has in these last days spoken unto us by his son, Jesus. By whom, what? Whom he has appointed the heir of all things. By whom also he made the worlds. Who being the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person, and upholded all things by the word of his power. After he has purged our sins, he sat down at the right hand. He made so much better than the angels, as he had by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. So are, are you seeing that man who you are supposed to hear, who in these last days, these last days, these last days, which Revelation chapter 1 spoke about, which is, that is the last time. So because the last days opens up the last time. Pray, or the last, praise God. Amen. Now, so this is the time of hearing the prophetic message of Jesus. It's a time of the prophetic message. Means it's the time for the prophetic ministry of Jesus to the company in Zion, or to the servants, to his servants, to show to his servants things which must shortly come to pass. This is these are days of seeing Jesus. So. These are days of citing the prophetic nature. Mm. This, is, this is the time of hearing the prophet, mm. of hearing him. Mm. Because that, him, that prophet, it says that the scepter will not depart from Judah, mm-hmm. nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh comes, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. That was Shiloh coming is the, is the prince of peace. Mm. Come. Amen. 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 
When, where is it coming to? It's actually, it's actually coming into a company of... It's coming to shore up the prophetic nature. Hmm. It's actually coming into a company of souls who are in, who are in prophetic school. Hmm. Those brethren, I'm of, of your fellow servant and of your brethren, the prophets. The, your brethren, the prophets. Those brethren are, praise God, there was one chief prophet hmm. among them who is a teacher, who is raised among the brethren, who all the other brethren should hear. Yes. When you see him as an embody of the covenant, everything you need to know about the covenant is in him. They are in his lips. That, that prophet is who they, they want to, to open the auditory capacity of the seven churches to hear. Mm. They need to hear him. Mm. He is the one who they needed to hear. Mm. To shore up their prophetic state, mm. their prophetic nature, mm. their prophetic stature. Mm. Praise God. All they was doing to those seven churches is trying to disengage them from all their distractions. Mm. Stop looking around, stop going around, mm. stop being all the all the distractions to heal their distractions. Mm. And set their gaze on one thing. Mm. To hope on. By the time they got to chapter 11 of Revelation. Mm. By the time there was the sounding of the seventh angel. Mm. By that time, a lot of things had happened to the churches. Mm. The gaze had been set. Mm. There, was a, there was readiness for, to cite the, that which is within mm. the veil. Yes. And he said, and I saw the te- temple of the tabernacle of God in heaven was open. And there was seen in it the ark of his, his covenant. The ark of his covenant. So, you see that this, that this, this strength or the, that decision of the fullness of Christ. It's the impartation of the prophetic strength to see God. The prophetic strength. A man whose eyes are still about his natural life, his petty things about his life on the earth. You can't, you don't have this, you've not, you don't have the prophetic tuning mm. to, to focus on the, on the sight of God. Mm. The fullness of Christ is the perfection of focus mm. of his soul. It, when his soul has become perfect in Christ, to present each man perfect in Christ. When a man has been presented perfect in Christ, mm. he has attained the optimal focus mm. to focus on the testimony, on the word of God. Yes. To focus on the... It takes a prophetic focus mm. to focus on the word of God. Amen. 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 So the preparation for that is the... So we said, and also we have a more sure word, right? Mm-hmm. Verse 19, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well. So that word of prophecy is divided into two parts, two components mm. of it. <clears throat> and Or there are two main um, 
um, operations or demarcation of dealings with the word of prophecy. They are the dealings that happen when you are, when it is to you as a light that shines in a dark place. Then there is a further dealing when the day dawn and then the day star arises in your heart. Those are, these are the two seasons of dealings of this more sure word of prophecy. So there's the dawning of the day, which will happen later. <laughs> it's also prophetic. How many of you know the dawn is prophetic? The dawn is prophetic. This what they call the day dawning is the prophecy of God or the the prophecy of the word or the word of God in the world of God. But there is also a, a pre prophetic season, which is a season where the prophetic word is unto you as a light that shines in a dark place. Which is a preparatory light yes, to tune you up and prepare you for the dawning of mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the first season is also, of course, is a season of the prophetic light mm-hmm. of Christ, mm-hmm. of, the, of the word of Christ, mm-hmm. which is the first part of the prophetic word. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes of the more sure word of prophecy. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So this one is, when you say prophecy, there are two prophecies, Christ and God. So if you want just to explain that, that should be clear. We know that, right? Those are the two. Anything before that is not a prophecy. There are only two prophecies, right? We spoke about what the prophecy is, things that should come to pass. There are only two things that should come to pass. Christ should come to pass and God should come to pass. Am I correct? When you see, bring a natural man from the street who is an unbeliever and and when you look at him and you see, he called to heaven, heaven, answer me. What is the prophetic plan for this man's life? Heaven will answer you. For this man and for every other man, there are two things that should come to pass. First, Christ should come to pass. And then finally, God should come to pass. That is, that is the only prophetic program for any man. There's no other program for any man. Those are the two things that should come to pass. Do you agree? Yes. In, other, in every soul, to every soul, what, are the, what is in God's heart? Let's say God has some hidden secret agenda for his soul. When you check it, what is God's secret agenda for this soul? There is two things that should come to pass. In this man, Christ should come to pass. And then finally, God should come to pass. means that the man should become Christ. Then he should inherit the divine nature. God, those are those simple. Are you saying so you, so you divide the, the prophetic word into the, those two components? So, the, the, in the, the journey of the word of Christ or the 
more sure word of prophecy, the dimension of Christ of it. Mm-hmm. It is as a light that shines in a dark place. Right? Which you do well to heed unto until the day will dawn. So what will will make the day dawn is after that you've you've done well with that light. That that part that those who are or handling that light are those who serve by night or who stand by night. The servants of the Lord who stand by night too in the, the house. In the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Am I making sense? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, do you know that, let me just say this, in the outer court, mm-hmm. in the outer court, the 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 word, more sure word of prophecy, mm. the prophetic word hasn't really opened up yet mm. in the outer court. Mm. The, the, I don't think they open up the prophetic word mm. fully in the outer court. Mm. So, because the outer court is, this, is a time of foundation. Mm. Is still in the foundational season. Christ. Who are who are so who are who are but those who the prophetic word come to are those who are standing, who stand by night, those who have overcome the stone of stumbling. Right? Who are who are standing, who are now ready for the real, real business. The real, real business is within. Mm. Is in the holy place. Mm. That's where they real. That's where they open up the the, the word, the prophetic word mm. of Christ mm. to you. Mm. So there, you, you need the foundation for mm. the prophetic word mm. of mm. Christ. Mm. When the the word of the prophetic word begins, it's, it moves you into a season of trials, mm. mainly in Christ. But then you have to do well to heed unto it as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the day star arises in, in your, our heart. Praise God. Then, then verse 20, it says, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. This is where we started from. Mm. Trying to explain the difference yeah. in terms of how the Scripture, why it begins to, un- to reinvent itself. Yes, or it begins to be reinvented by the by the spirit mm-hmm. when you are moving in, you are crossing dispensations. Yes, sir. Praise God! Yeah. You have to. You must, if you don't know this one first, you will make mistakes. Yes, sir. You can't. You won't cross over from the night time into the morning time. Yeah. Be, mm-hmm. Why? Because there is a spirit that carries that escorts you mm-hmm. through the scriptures. Yeah. Because this more sure what the prophecy is by the prophetic scriptures yeah. that are being unveiled to you. So knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God speak as they were moved. By who? By the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. They spoke as they were were moved by who? As they were moved by, by the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. So, so the, the purpose of this prophetic word is to produce rain. Mm. Right? Yes, sir. Two rains that must happen. Mm. To reign in Christ or to reign in life yes, and then to reign in eternal life or to reign in God. Mm. Amen. Amen. So, without the without breakthrough into prophetic inheritance mm. in terms of n- prophetic nature mm. yes. right yeah. they, you will not access the reign yeah. of your life yeah. right this, now this Jesus he, he, I thank God for the book of Hebrews because Hebrews was the one that was speaking in part, trying to explain the meaning of the of the estate of the man mm. called you know Hebrew is about Jesus Christ yes. about Jesus mm. that particular man mm. they explain him try to explain his his position mm. his inheritance mm. Hebrew is the book speaking about the inheritance and then touching a little bit about the reward but mm. mainly about the inheritance of that man mm. called Jesus mm. trying to explain who he was. Mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so what, what they were explaining about him is they're explaining his, his reign. Mm. Right? Yes. They spoke about his priesthood. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, they, they told you, us in Hebrews, that his priest, a priest made a priest. Right? Yes. After the order of Melchizedek. Mm-hmm. Who's by interpretation king of righteousness. Are you saying king of righteousness? Yeah then became a king of peace and eventually the priest of the most high God. Amen. So, a king of righteousness, then you see that king of peace. King of peace. King of peace. Amen. A king of peace is a soul that has come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That's a king of peace. That's a soul that is reigning in life. Yes. That's the soul that is what? That is reigning. That is reigning in life. Amen. Or you ask it to bring you into that place. Amen. To bring you to that place, the priesthood, the new covenant must be interpreted amen, amen into life see the way into the holiest which was not made really made manifest mm-hmm. is made manifest in new testament but that way is called they call it a new and living way mm-hmm. means men who get there they it is by walking it's by the they've it's an embodiment of the life mm-hmm. you can't walk in a living way it takes a prophetic nature mm-hmm. to walk in the the way is first new mm-hmm. And a living way. Yeah. That word living actually means a prophetic way. Is yeah. a man who have embodied the spirit of the way. Mm. Who can walk through. Who can walk through that way. Mm. Amen. Amen. So, so such men. You know who those such men are? Kings of, a king of peace. Mm. According to the law. A type of a king of peace. Was Aaron. Mm. Mm. 
or the type of a, a king of peace. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Because he had made peace, he no longer need to offer for his own sins. Yeah. He offered for himself, yeah. but not his sins. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. And then he offers for the sins of the of the people. So he was a king of peace. So because of he is a king of peace, yes. means that he has actually moved. He has he has sin no longer reigns. I mean, according to the law, the yeah. sin according to the order of the law, yeah. he had he had beyond, gone beyond sinning after yeah. the law. Yes, Praise God. Yes, Do you hear? Yes. He had gone beyond what sinning yes, after the law. Yeah. Like Moses, Moses could not sin after the law. He was beyond sinning. Yeah. Said, oh, didn't, didn't Moses sin and then didn't God? Didn't God? No, Moses had sin, but Moses' sin was not after the law. Yes, what Moses did that God counted sin to him, there's no way in the law you'll find that as a law, that you shouldn't do that. Wait, they write, do not strike the law, the rock, when, it's not in, when it has gone beyond the, yeah. when it has gone beyond the season of striking. Yeah. The, the law does not, does not even, can you find the meaning of the season of striking? Yeah. Can you find the meaning of the rock yeah. in the law? You can't find all that. Yes, so what Moses' sin was a high, against was a higher thing. Yeah. That's actually a fatherly wisdom with which which God was. Moses was dealing with God in a fatherly position, which was higher than the law. So according to the law, Moses was perfect. The law was the house that he built. So he didn't sin after the law. What he sinned against God was higher than the law. The sin against the law. Are you getting it? So when he came to the law, Moses was... It was almost a god mm. according to the law. Mm. It was a god according to the law. Mm. When he moves into the most holy, it accepts him. Mm. So Moses, he doesn't need to offer the bullock for himself. Mm. Praise God. Mm. Are you getting me? Yeah. So, but Aaron had, according to his stature of being a, a pre, a pre, a what? A king of peace yeah. after the order of the law. Amen. Amen. A king of what? Of peace. Yes. Means the sins of he has he has gone to a point of reigning mm. where he is beyond sinning yes. after yes. Uh-huh, yeah. the sins the of this, mm. the sanctuary. Praise God. Hallelujah. And that's where God wants to move us into. Mm. That's the reason. That's where if you ask me why 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 is this brother Jeff disturbing us about his prophetic life and all that. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> the reason why I'm disturbing you about prophetic life yeah. is that this is the escape from sins. Yeah. Mm. This is the, the key to reigning. Mm. Is the key. The prophetic life is the ladder from the priesthood to the throne. Mm. Mm-hmm. It interprets the, the priesthood mm. for the Exercise of dominion. Mm. So if you don't fall into prophetic posture, Mm. you might know the law Mm. according to the word of it. Mm. But you, because your sight is not correct, Mm. you will not be reigning with Mm. it. Mm. You will not be what? Be reigning. With it, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And if you are not reigning with it, it will show. Mm. 
Yitushu. Israel was working okay when Samuel was leading. It was after when he brought his sons, that's where the problem came. Because his sons did not undergo what he went through in the tabernacle. And then when they asked for a king, and then they brought for the king, consul, God did what he could for him. But what, what, what they brought in on, on saw was prophetic spirit mm. without priestly orientation. Yes. Mm. That was what happened to Saul. Mm. So it helped him to a degree, but when it came, you know that sight of obedience, mm. strict, dogged obedience is a priestly... The reason why should he kill all these things? Why, why should he not reserve some? Mm. It is a strict priestly... Um, priestly discipline mm. which he didn't have mm. he, he, he did his best to obey Samuel mm. but he didn't have it mm. praise God so mm. he, he made he made a, mis- he mm. made a mistake mm. so when God went to bring a, a better king called David praise God mm. God had to take time with it no, they just pour oil on Saul's head once. David, it was different. Yeah. Three times. Yeah. <laughs> Before he finally even started to rule. You know, by that time, they, they made him a kind of... David was a priest already. Mm-hmm. Right? He, that's why he would go and eat, eat bread from the tabernacle. Yes, and nothing will happen to him because inside his soul, you will see the same training yeah. that a priest goes through yeah. inside him. The sweet psalmist of Israel. Amen. David, a man after my own heart. That was a priestly man. Are you seeing that? But he was a priest, but David was also a prophet. That's why he could hold the throne. When he he, he was a priest, then he he grew in prophetic stature. When he developed fully, prophetically, he made that throne his own. That throne, the throne belongs to David. He's a man who can lead the nation. After the heart of God. That's why immediately they anointed, they poured the last oil on him. Praise God. The first, thing he, the first thing his mind moved to was the ark. Because you know that that is the core. The, the way you know it, a real prophet and a real king, his heart pants after the ark of the presence of God. Amen. Praise God. I think we can stop here tonight. I don't know if you are blessed this morning. This night, let's just begin to thank God and let's just pray in the spirit, however your your heart flows to pray. Just pray about this message and now see I don't Shondeli gari ara bazuka dete kamina gazi infa 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 
Thank you. Thank you. Opening up the feast for us, for feeding us, for bringing more light, for more understanding uh, in your word. Thank you, because we've not just spoken words, Lord. We know that your spirit is carrying it, and it will drive it home mm. within the hearts of your people. Lord, mm. let the blessing, mm. activation of the prophetic nature, mm. let, it, let it begin, Lord, within our heart. Mm. Thank you, our Father. We will no longer be far from dominion. Mm. That dominion over sin, dominion over weaknesses mm. and infirmity, even the grace to reign in life, mm. will be very, very close, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for even further enlightenment mm. that will continue to flow within our hearts. Mm. We bless your holy name. Mm. We give all glory to your name. Mm. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth.